Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Dub Nation, it's Draymond Green. My head coach Steve Kerr joins Willard and Dibs today, right here on 95.7 The Game. Huh. My head coach. Mm. That's interesting because he did not refer to you as being a part of us. Draymond, go bye-bye. Yeah. Maybe. 36 days away. It's wild. Trade deadline. It's wild, man. I just all roads yeah. lead back to Draymond. I mean, he is content gold. Nice win last night. Great win. Nice, nice win. Yeah, against the fighting Bancaros. Covered plus the over. Good little Orlando team. Spunky little Orlando team. Yep. Kavon yep. Looney said, "You could forget about Dre. Don't forget about Kavon." <laughs> Clay guarded him. Clay guarded Bancaro. It did, did kind of. I mean, I don't want to say locked him up, but like. He did everything you would hope to do in guarding Ben Carroll. Clay Thompson. Clay did great. He did great. I have a back and forth with a good friend of mine, Billy D., Billy Domhoff, PE teacher at uh, Santa Cruz High. Okay. And uh, he is like a Clay stan. Okay. And I'm less enthralled with the way Clay's played this year. So every after every Warrior game, there's a back and forth about Clay. And, you know, he's hitting me with like 700 word manifestos uh. about. How it's, you know, the offense. They're not getting him the ball in the right spots. And that's why he's forcing things. And probably some truth to it. Yeah. There's probably some truth and to Billy it. And Billy D is very smart, very good basketball player, knows the game inside and out, former coach, yada, yada, yada. But uh, he comes across a little bit of a clay stand. Well, Billy and, uh, D. listen, we've all got our peeps, right? We've all got our peoples. Um, I don't even want to talk about it when Brock Purdy has a bad game. I just take a you week hide, off. Yeah. I take a week off. I'm like, okay. I'm not coming in. That was good. Thank you. That was good. It's a little bit of a segue, a little hybrid. <laughs> Top my. By the way, yeah. it's official. Uh, it will be Carson Wentz versus Sam Darnold. Okay. On Sunday, they're both one out. down, nine to go. Both QBs are out. I predicted ten of the significance will not play on Sunday. Brock Purdy, the first of my ten. Did Kyle announce officially any other players? I didn't listen to the whole thing yet. I know that he announced that Brock is out. Did he announce officially anyone else that we know of? I haven't seen. I will double check. Okay. Right now. Yeah. Thanks, Grandy. Appreciate that. But uh, yeah, no Brock, no Stafford, um, and uh, probably no fancy play calls by either of these teams because they may say each other in uh, in two and a half weeks. So we'll see. It's Warrior Wednesday, brought to you by Freeman's Appliance, trusted name since 1922. Visit freemansappliance.com today. Steve Kerr in less than two hours. So. Interesting few weeks for Steve Kerr, and we'd love to hear what you all are thinking right now because just by dipping the toe in the water of social media, you know, everybody talking about, oh, I'm done with Draymond. Are you done with Steve, too? Because it sounds that way when I listen to a lot of you. A lot of you have reached a boiling point with regard to he won't play the young people, I can't figure out his rotations. Kaminga's having press conferences where he's shrugging his shoulders. I don't know nothing I can do about playing time. Uh, that's not up to me. And it gets everybody riled up. And I understand the dynamic when you coach great players and win that a lot of people will say, well, you know, like Phil Jackson, you, you had great players. Yeah. So that's why you won. And when you don't have great players, what is it really that you're doing that's so great? I would like to point out what Clay Thompson said again last night and take another listen. Because to me, it was cool to hear Clay talk about it, but I hope everybody's mind also went to, oh, 
Oh, oh, that's coaching. This is coaching. Okay, Steve Kerr went to a future Hall of Famer and said, your negative energy is hurting us, and you need to stop. And then listen to the way the future Hall of Famer reacted. Steve and I had actually a great conversation yesterday, and uh, that helped me relax a lot. Sometimes I forget just how successful and how lucky I've been to be a part of championship teams and all-star games and gold medals. And when you want to get back to that level so badly, you can kind of get in your own way. And rather than forcing it, we had a conversation about just enjoying this last chapter of my career and how lucky I truly am to still be playing this game and do it at a high level and being a better mentor for these young guys, leading by example, and having my energy right every game. And he helped me realize when I do have negative energy, how that affects the team in a poor manner. So we had a great conversation. That just helped me change my whole mindset and forget about shooting splits or points per game or all-star games and just to enjoy being in this Warriors uniform and appreciate what we built because it's such a rare opportunity for any professional athlete to be a part of so much success and to try and pass that torch to the younger guys and keep this thing going. I credit Clay for reacting that way. I credit Steve for having the conversation. Quite yeah. frankly, to a degree, it's the conversation many have accused him of not being willing to have. Looking Clay Thompson in the eye and going, dude, not really loving what we're seeing right here. This needs to be different. And so Steve's not perfect, and, and he'll be the first one to say that. And I get the frustration with some of the playing time and the minutes, and sure, it's sure. confusing. I get all of that. But by the same token, I do sometimes look at these controversial Kerr topics, and I want to ask people, what, what is it you would have them do? You know what I mean? What what is it you would like Steve Kerr to have done differently? Well, play the young people. Okay. You know, and and I love that as an overarching umbrella statement. Play the young people because yes, does he love the young people though? And we know that Ah. I I don't love the young people, Grandy. We've been over this, and yourself love the young people, yourself included, unfortunately. But Steve is playing. The young people. Pajemski is young and very young. TJD, relative to the rest of the team, is young. And Kaminga is young. Now, Moses Moody is a separate question, and we'll ask him today at 5 o'clock about Moses' role. And there's, there's a Moody question every time he comes on. Well, and it's unfortunately right now, Mo- Moody is. He plays well when he's in there, and he doesn't play well when he's not in there, Mark. <laughs> Back to you. Oh. As to the Clay question, this is a conversation that needed to have. And maybe it had happened before, but just hearing Clay speak like that, it sounds like it was a a real casual sit-down of Steve basically saying, and we'll ask Steve today at 5, Steve, what was the message? Because it sounds like the message was, Clay, don't worry about it. You're a made man. Everything's going to work out. Just play and have fun, Clay. You got a boat. You live in Tiburon. You're making forty plus million dollars a year to run around and hoist a leather object at a metal at a metal rim. Well, and, what do you and, have to worry about? And be a teammate. Be a, like right. like no matter what it is, you're a made man. But but also don't lose the moment. That's kind yeah. of what I got out of it. Life is fleeting. I mean, this is all. This could well, all be over. But also like realize that there is a team here. There are other people here, and they've got their goals. So when Clay admits, like I'm sitting out here thinking about shooting splits. Like, good Lord, we've got a game to go win. And other people are trying to develop, and this team has goals, and, and we're trying to get them done, whatever they may be. You can't be over here searching for this, that, and the other. And we know this. We've watched it. I remember the show we did where it, it got real energetic for a minute because I'm like, why does Clay always seem so mad? I, I I always loved Warrior Basketball because of the label that we used, which was that they played with love. They played with joy. And and like look at the big three right now. You got Clay with negative energy. You got Draymond who's not even allowed on the floor anymore. And Steph, I think we all would agree, looks more frustrated than we've seen him in a long time, if ever. So that joy. Whew, it's not there right now. Right. And that is a real loss. 
So if this conversation was a step in that direction, I think that's huge. I think Clay and Steve both deserve big props for uh, for allowing that to happen. But even if we go to your your statement, which I know many are making, like he won't play the young people. Well, that's not even really a subject until at minimum this year. I mean, they won a title two seasons sure. ago and made the second round last year. You're not going to turn that over to the young players. And this year, he has no choice but to play the young people. You got Draymond suspended. You got GP2 out again. And the rest of the roster, other than Wiggins and Looney and, and Steph and Clay, they are young people. And Chris Paul, obviously. So you're running out of bodies to avoid playing the young people. Dario Saric didn't play last night. So you have no choice but to play the young people. And the whole myth about he doesn't like to play the young people to me is just that, a myth. But I wonder why so many fans, Mark, are so down on Steve Kerr. And it's something we can explore on the other side because Steve Kerr is one of the two or three best coaches in the history of the Bay Area, yet many fans want to run him out. Exactly. I don't get it. Well, and you just said, like, okay, if Steph, Clay, and Draymond are made people, isn't Steve? Yeah. I mean, yeah, Bill gosh. Walsh and Bochi and Steve. Yeah. Um, 888-957-9570. We'd love to take your calls. Rich, you'll be first up. Uh, don't miss the kickoff show Sunday. Larry Kruger, Loneal, two hours before the start of the game that is between people in Niners jerseys versus people in Rams jerseys. Uh, Hilton Santa Clara is the spot. Great food. Really good drinks. Best pregame show in the Bay Area. It's presented by Habis Law. You've been wrong. Habis Law will fight to make it right. Call 1-800-INJURED or visit HabisLaw.com. Your call's next. It's Willard and Dibs. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dub Nation is Chris Paul. My head coach, Steve Kerr, joins Willard and Div today right here on 95.7 The Game. Yeah, he does. That's at 5 o'clock. And you didn't want him to be a Warriors. Oh, because it's been just a rousing success, hasn't it? He's, been? I mean, if you want to rank. Like he's fine. If you want to rank the years of Golden State Warriors. He's fine. He might be number three. Nah. Steph. Uh, depends. How are you, <laughs> you, how are you ranking them? Well, ba- basing it on what? Based on who's had the best year. Who's playing the best. Uh, Steph is one, and then we could spend the next three and a half hours exactly. debating who's two through I mean, seven. The, the importance, the excitement level surrounding him. I mean, Pods is up Pajemski. there. Pajemski. He's been great. Pajemski. Um, you know, I, it's like, easier to say who it's not. There's touch and go with Kaminga. There are certain nights where you're really excited about where he's going, then there are other nights where he reminds you how raw he still is. Um, yeah, he's fine. I got no issues. I'm not excited about it. Thrilled. Not going to be a warrior next year. So if this whole thing, if you've all decided, oh, he's not a championship team, so we're just kind of either making trades or figuring it out. If that's what this year is, I, I, like 
I don't mean this to sound disrespectful, but who cares? So right. Chris can be here and help not turn the ball over in fourth quarters yeah. and then uh, get his option declined next year and either retire or go play for Cincinnati. I, I, you know what I mean? But what like, is this year then? Like, what do you here, mean? We're 33 games in and they're yeah. 16 and 17. Draymond suspended indefinitely. And this is the roster we have. So there's two things that are going to happen. Either they ride with this team through the end of the year, or they do something dramatic ahead of the trade deadline. Either way, either course they take, what is this season? Is this season just a, a year of mediocrity and we'll try again next year? I mean, um, where are we 33 games in no, is my question. I, I always look, as you know, I've, I've coined the phrase Super Bowl or try again. Yeah. Like the 49ers yeah. are in a, in a situation where if the next month doesn't go well, they try again. You just try You again. run it back, for sure. The Warriors are in a transitional phase, and that's why I'm not all hot and bothered about making a trade because I don't know necessarily what that's even going to do. Now, if you want to acquire future young talent and, and start to push it in that direction, um, okay, I'm listening. I don't think Steph's listening, and, and that's the problem, and that's what many Warrior fans are not acknowledging right now, which is that the Warriors – have to pick a direction, and neither of them are good. And yeah. that's, that's why people are so unsatisfied. Play the young people. Steph doesn't want that. Like, that's what I mean. There's so many Warriors fans that in the same point, you got to play the young people. You, and you got to maximize the rest of Steph's career. Exactly. Eh. Sorry. Those two things cannot coexist. you got to pick a route. And neither one of them is likely going to be very fruitful right now. So you got to pick. If you want to make a trade and you want to make it about a now trade, I'm going to count me among those who will be surprised if the Warriors can pull something off in the next five weeks that accelerates their path back into playoff depth. It depends on the course you take. Because if you do decide that you want to win now and you want to offload some future pieces, then you make that move ahead of the deadline. It's dramatic and you trade a couple of the young guys in a pick, and you bring in somebody who is a ready-made vet, maybe expiring, a Pascal Siakam, for example, and you go for it. To me, the question comes down to simply this one question. Forget the Draymond piece for just a moment, and forget the Andrew Wiggins on-again, off-again career that has been beguiling, to say the least. To me, it comes down to just one question. Do you believe in Jonathan Kaminga? Because you, you've already picked up his option, which means at the end of this year, hmm. if you're a believer, if you believe, but, if you believe, but, Mark, but, in Jonathan Kaminga, if you what? believe, if you believe he's the real deal, if you believe... I still don't know what that means. That means four years and $117 million is what uh, it means. It means Jordan Poole. It means you give him the Jordan Poole contract. I, I don't mind Jonathan on the team, but if you're focusing on Jonathan, no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not prepared to say that that's going to be his future. Well, then it comes down to just one question to me: Do you believe in Jonathan Kaminga? Because at the end of this year, you've already picked up his fourth year option, which is great. You're not going to have him go into that fourth year and play in the final year of a walk year. You might. You don't normally do that. You don't normally do that. So I, I believe. Are Jonathan, you going to give him the? Are you going to Jordan pool him? I believe he's a piece. I don't believe he's the piece. If that's what you're asking me, um, that that's what I believe with regard to Jonathan Kaminga. So at the end of this but year, you, you offer like, him a four year, it, it, seventy million dollar deal. Um, I, mean, what, I, I don't know about that. I don't know. To me, know. that's the question, though, because well, if you really believe in Jonathan Kaminga that he can be eighteen and nine at some point in his immediate future, then you don't trade him. But if you don't think he can be that guy, then he's a movable yeah, asset. I, I, he, of course, he is, and and that's that's one of the reasons. Like, I need more information yeah. before I would offer any kind of a contract. But that's that's why so much of this conversation, in my opinion, is at, at, at odds with itself with where people go with this like think about it this way what no one brings up in these situations is finances and that's really what this is all about the path to maximizing the rest of Steph Curry's career probably does not have anything to do with this year's standings 
It's not about this year. Because this year, I don't really see the path to where Steph's going to actually get a ring. And that's the only thing he cares about. He doesn't care about making the first round, second round. The path, if you really wanted to reboot around Steph with more youth, but like youth that's ready to contribute at a high level right away, I mean, this is the painful thing about it. It's not about trading Draymond Green. That contract's got three more years after this one. The financial reboot that would allow the Warriors to go out on the open market and actually bring in younger, immediately effective basketball players is to ride this year out, keep getting information, keep tallying your scorebook with where every player stands, and at the end of the year, Clay Thompson and Chris Paul can be gone for $73 million. Yep. That's how you can go get people who could help Steph Curry right now. Not by taking these people that nobody wants out on the trade market and thinking that you're going to find something there as if it's like, we got to do this right now. You don't have to do it right now. You don't have to do it right now. You can do it in the offseason. But shedding $73 million is not enough to allow you to really go out there and get an impact player. You um, can get You can get a... Mid market kind of player, you can get a. I don't know about that. You can get a mid level guy. You can't shed seventy three and then go out and spend forty million a year well, on a it's guy. It's not dollar for dollar because they're so far over the tax. I get that, but there are also other things that then maybe you could do in the off season. Then let's have a Wiggins conversation. What about that contract? Right? There's all kinds of things. And then you can reassess. Does Draymond get suspended again? Did he come back and play well and be the nice soldier? There's information that needs to be gathered with the rest of this year that is very important. So I don't just call it, oh, it's a lost season. I don't know how it's going to go. Maybe they'll come back and be amazing a month from now. But it doesn't look like a championship year. But that also doesn't call for some sort of a snap reaction to fix it when the fix is not out there. Well, I don't think the fix is out there in the offseason. I honestly... Don't know that. I I don't think that the fix is out there in terms of what you have under contract. What's the free agent market next year? I'd have to look at it, yeah, but in, I'd be based on where you're going to be. And, you know, Chris Paul's $30 million next year won't get picked up. And you're going to say goodbye to Clay. Apparently, in this Maybe, scenario, I'm saying again, you're yeah, gathering. That's that's the path to go get people, not dangle Draymond Green who oh, doesn't even dangle. play basketball. Dangle, 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 <laughs> and you package Kaminga too because you're probably not sold on whether or not he can be a star. Maybe Kaminga, you you find out that he is the guy, okay. and you want to give him Jordan Poole money, and you wind up having him here. You want some names? For, the next six years. You want some names? And sure. I have no idea. By, by the way, if y'all want Siakam, that's when you can get Siakam. Shed a bunch of salary and then sign him. What's he making? Like 40? Well, I don't know. what it, it matters more what he will make. But yes, right now he's making 37 8. Okay. But and he's a 28 year old. He might be older than that, even. I don't know if that's okay. But yeah, no, he's in his 20s. Okay. But, but yeah, like, and I'm just throwing out names. I'm not sure. giving you, like, I'm just, I have a list in front of me. You know, Tyrese Maxey, okay? Expensive. Yeah, but young. He's going to put the Max in Maxey. Really, he's a Max player. Really good. You know who his agent is? Uh, no. Rich Paul. Okay. Um, He'll be a Laker. <laughs> okay. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Pascal Siakam, LeBron James. A free agent, huh? Uh, right? Um, he's not going anywhere. Yeah. Uh, this list has Drew Holiday. Did he sign a new? Uh, did he sign an extension when that trade went down? Or no? I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Tobias Harris, Demar Derozan, uh, Manuel Quickly, mm. who was a part of that deal. That deal, yeah. That just went down. Oh, James Hogg. <laughs> Drew Holiday has a player option for next year. Okay, he's got a player option. Thanks, Grandy. Which he may decline. Who knows? OG Ananobi. Yeah. Like. You can do it that way. Like the financial, right. the Jordan Poole trade uh, that everybody wants to make about attitude was also about money. Flexibility, yes. sure. Yes. Yes. So this, like, it doesn't have to be now. If your whole thought is, like, I'd like to maybe move on from the big three, but also maximize Steph, that doesn't ha- I'm just saying now, 
doesn't have to be now. Right, but now, to me, would be easier and better than trying to roll the dice in the offseason in a bidding war where you're already trying to contain costs after so many years of spending wildly over the luxury tax and into the second apron. You know, I think if you make a move at the deadline and you bring in an expiring Siakam in exchange for whatever, whether it's Clay or Draymond, if it's Kaminga, if you've decided that he's not going to ever be good enough soon enough, whatever the move is, you can make a bold stroke at the deadline and try to get better now and really maximize Steph's window because he's 35 and... You know, next year, 36, then yeah. 37. And so but, Steph, as an elite player, his time's running out. Yeah, but still playing well. And, sure. And, and again, if, if you've all decided that this year's not the year, then okay, what, what's the best way to help him next year? And I don't think freaking out and putting Draymond on the market at his absolute lowest moment does a damn thing for you other than satisfy your frustration. Depends what you get back. Yeah, but I mean... It always depends on what you get back. Boy, I'd be shocked if you got something great back for Draymond Only Green 98 right professional athletes in the big three sports have won more titles than Draymond Green. Yeah, that's a cool resume. It's what a great stat. It's got nothing to do with right now It has to situation. do with him being a winning player, and yeah. if you're a winning team... You're not even a player right now, you let take alone a, a winning player. Take a guy looking for a change of scenery... Yeah. Go play with your big brother down in L.A., which he's always, oh, LeBron. (laughs) The coach in Vallejo. Let's take some calls. Uh, Let's hear from you. Hey, coach. You're on with Willard and Dibbs. Hey, how you doing, guys? What's up? Well, hey, you know, I want to give my take, and it's pretty popular, on why some of us are down on curve. Okay. Okay? And, And it really has a lot to do with, Kaminga and Moody and how they were treated last year and how he treats Pajemski completely different. And that Kaminga and Moody, uh, you know, you like to call them raw and things like that, but these guys have been playing at a high level with their competition almost their whole life. So they know how to play basketball. They're not taking the SAT test. Now, Pajemski can make the same mistake that Kaminga and Moody would make, but you guys don't call him raw. Okay, uh, he inbounded the ball twice, to, two games in a row, to the opposing player, and the opposing team made a layup. If Kaminga and Moody were to do that, I mean, you're going to put him on the bench. Now, I did, I did like what you said about Moody. He plays well when he plays. He doesn't play well when he doesn't play. What does that kid have to do in well, order to break the line? Coach, can I ask you a question? What are you really suggesting here? What I'm suggesting is... Give Kaminga and Moody an equal shot, the same shot you gave Ty Jerome, Anthony Lamb, Pajinski. Give them the same shot. But why, but why do you think he's not? Why do you think he's not? I, you know what? I kind of would hate to say that on radio. No, but, but I mean, I think, I think we get what you're saying. Is that what you're saying? I think it is. And I hate to be this way because I'm not that type of person. Yeah. But Kaminga is the only... Kaminga's the only type guy that has a chance of being a star, okay? Pajinski's never going to be a star. He could I, be a good player. I mean, Moody, same way. Yeah, Coach, I, I, I'd say this. First of all, go take a look, and thank you for the call. Um, I, like, Go take a look at uh, Moses Moody in recent games. He's not been shooting the ball well. That's that. Now, now that's true. Okay, like let's just put it out there. I like Moses a lot, and he's had some really great games. But I think sometimes when you only play 15 minutes, you have a couple good games, everybody decides, oh, you're like you should play all the time. And then when you have a game of 15 minutes where you barely contribute at all, it just gets swept under the rug and no one says anything about it. Let's not act like he's been perfectly consistent. He's not. No, he's in a brutal spot, though, in terms of being a young professional. No doubt. His game log is minutes 17 19 17 3 13 goose egg. No. You know, I mean you tough. don't know you're the 11th man when he's playing 10, you're the GP, 10th man when he's playing 9. GP2 came back. I like look at right. the timeline. So now GP2 is out and so, so now he's going to get some more minutes again. In theory. Yes, but he will. Well, Corey Joseph might, you know, I mean Seriously though, yeah. if you're Moses Moody, you're probably pretty frustrated with and, and the amount of run you've gotten. Let, I'll say it out loud. Steve Kerr's not racist. I mean, come on. What like what are we doing here? 
These people are, and this goes right back to Kyle Shanahan and Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. Their job is to win, and that is the only way things go well. So there's no way in hell you get into professional sports in life and go, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to focus on white players, and that's going to go really well for me. Please, Jonathan Kaminga is raw. He has had trouble picking up the finer points of the game. No, he has not been a seasoned professional. He didn't even come up through college basketball. And so let's call it what it is. Jonathan has an incredible raw talent, but like that other side, like perfectly understanding the system has been hard for him. Others have picked it up a little bit quicker, no matter what their skin color is. So that's, that's my response to that. You're not coaching professional sports in America in 2023 with the platform of, I like the white players better than the black players. That's absurd. They'd be playing two on five. I mean, and I, mean I don't on. know if they would be winning championships going two on five. Yeah, so, I, like, come on. It's agreed. It's nonsense. <laughs> it's on. not even, to me, come not on. even worthy of a response. Yeah. But I appreciate you uh, taking the lead in the response. I wonder what the other major criticisms are. Of Steve Kirk because they're out there. We yep. have we have yep. full phones full right now, full board. And you look at the YouTube feed, youtubecom slash nine five seven the game, and it's to me seems like many fans don't remember what Steve Kerr has been a part of in terms of coaching championship teams. And yeah, this is a tough year, and he's made mistakes. And he said on our very show, I should have. Should have put Moses back in the game yeah. about a month ago. And he admits that he's made mistakes. And everybody makes mistakes. And as a coach, you always look better when the team plays better and the team wins. And right now, other than last night, they haven't been. It's weird. Like, he's not perfect. Every coach makes mistakes. I see them too. So do you. So does he. As you just pointed out, he's come on this show and done a great job of pointing out, like, yep, I messed that one up. Um, it's what I, you know. We asked for uh, Brad, whatever the hell his name is, referee. Brad Allen should have done the other day. Whoops, I you know, like I I messed that up. I didn't hear him. That's what he could have said. It's what Steve Kerr would have said. But our station just put out a tweet a short time ago and said, "Hey, what would you all want the guys to ask Steve Kerr at five o'clock?" One of the first responses is, "Ask him why he's bad at coaching." I'll take that one, Mark. <laughs> I'll ask the hard question. <laughs> Steve, did we what lose did, you? What did he do? What did he do to make y'all so mad? Yeah, it's good lord. Which one of the four rings did you hate the most? Seriously, it's just strange. It's a tough one. Um, it's a tough one. He is. Uh, let's see. He is sixth all time in <laughs> NBA titles as a coach. Phil Jackson with eleven. Red Auerbach nine. Pat Riley and Pop and John Kundla with five apiece. Steve Kern got four. Yeah. Nobody else has three. Good job, Steve. It's been a long time good since job. you won one of those, though, Steve. Your, your money's no good here. Right. It has been a long time. It's been a full flipping 19 months. Worst 19 months of our lives. Coming off a win, and this is where we are. Full phones with people <laughs> trying to bury Kerr. Uh, Kevin in Pleasanton is next up. Hi, Kevin. What are you doing? Uh, stuck in traffic on yep. 880. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the naughty Nimitz. <laughs> but hey, guys, have some clarity. The uh, caller that talked about Jaminski, uh, he's a little off kill. What it comes down to is, is yes, it's favoritism, but Jaminski is a role player. He fits Steve Kerr's system. That's all it is. Um, in terms of the lineup, and it's great chatter for you guys to talk about what ifs. Nobody's getting traded. Steve Kerr doesn't work that way. He's the smartest guy in the room. It's a whole Belichick effect. He's going to ride it till, it till the sun goes down, guys. It is what it is. This is going to be the size of our team, the talent of our team. Yeah, we look like a high school team out there yesterday, but it is what it is. Uh, we're going to ride Steph until he's walking on a cane. I'm sorry. That's just how it is. And uh, Draymond will never get traded either. It, it was, and the 30 for 30 guys, the 30 for 30 uh, that Chicago did, 
will be nothing compared to 30 for 30 ESPN on the Warriors. Thanks, uh, Kevin, uh, yeah, Kevin, thanks. Um, I really hope they don't trade Mike Jaminski. Um, because I think he's got a hell of a future. Yeah, Jaminski. Yeah, he's a dookie, Mike Jaminski. <laughs> Uncle Looney just sent in Jaminski. So, so Ziki, uh, that sauce <laughs> we have when we go to uh, the Greek the restaurant. Greek place. Yeah, yeah. love Ziki. Love the Brandon Ziki sauce. It's delicious. You can't get a shawarma without a good tzatziki. <laughs> Jaminski. Get a little yellow rice in there. Some grilled chicken. No doubt. Restaurant quality. Add in some uh, some Jaminski in there. <laughs> Man, listen, I want it. Can I say that? I really hope that y'all don't take it as we're making fun of you. I love it. I want everyone to mispronounce Pajemski's name. Pajowski. Every every time. That Pajemski kid. (laughs) That's my favorite. It feels like. Pajemski. Thank you. We're going. It's like like Halloween. We're going door to door getting different candy bars of mispronunciations of Pajemski. That's a four. Got a whole pillowcase of them. Oh my gosh. Jaminski so is like a good old almond joy right there. So good. <laughs> oh. I do think that uh, the caller who called him Pajimski or Jaminski yeah. makes a good point about the role player aspect because Pajimski does do a lot of the little things that, yes. you know, things that actually Draymond used to do when he was uh, <clears throat> available. Playing. Yeah. Right. No, he's a good player. He's a good player, and and but and he I, does make a lot of rookie mistakes because he's a rookie. Because he's a rookie, and and they all do. And I, I I don't like it when these things happen, and we end up pitting players against one another. Boy, this fan base, we've had enough of that over the last year and a half. Especially last year, it was real. Players were pitted against one another. Don't mm. do that this year, right? Pajemski's playing, and Moody's not, and this that. Like, come on, there are reasons for this. Um, same thing we went through with, with Purdy and Lance. And and we had my gosh, that was we had snowshoes on trudging through the points of that all the people wanted to make of why Kyle wouldn't give Lance a chance. It's like cause he watches him play. Yeah. And he watches Brock Purdy play and he can tell who's better. So unless you're at practice every day and you know the system. And you know what they're trying to do. And you see everything about Kaminga, Pajemski, and, and Moody, and Jaminski, and Pajowski. Unless you've got Jaminski. all, thank you, unless you got it all dialed, then it's confusing to me how you've all decided, not all, many of you have decided that a four-time championship coach has no clue about basketball. Yeah. Okay, well. if that's your point, let's ride. Well, you may get your wish because he's down to his final three months and change as the head coach of the Warriors pending a new contract. Presented by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. Lots more of your calls coming in Steve Kerr in an hour and 18 minutes on Willard and Dibs. Steve, did we lose you? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm here. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Dub Nation, it's Brandon Pajemski, our head coach, Steve Kerr, joins Willard and Div today, right here on 95.7 The Game. Yes, he does. A little bit over an hour away. Needs to work on how to pronounce his own name, though. <laughs> Jaminski. Thank you. I think he might have it wrong. That'd be amazing. Pajemski. Pajemski kid. That's, yeah. Pajemski. Pajemski. 
I like a Pajowski and Pazemski. Who is that? Sham? That's a Shams. Shams. Nobody should feel bad. Shams did it. Yeah. Pazemski. Shams made the list. If Shams doesn't know what his name is, neither should you. Poughkeepsie Kid is amazing. It could be my favorite, yeah. (laughs) What is that? Although Pajowski, he says it with such confidence. Pajowski. Pajowski. Yeah. Whatever you got, just bring it. Bring it. We don't care. Need it. Starts with a P, and then there's a bunch of letters after that. I wish that. I don't know what happened. I wish that we didn't enjoy that this much. Except for that one. Didn't even start with a P. Just went with Jaminski. No, but he's he's at least an actual former player. Mike Jaminski played for Duke in the uh, the early in that late seventies, actually. Frank Kaminsky. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's Frank Wisconsin. Mike Jaminski, that long ago? I, I believe so. I want to say it was 1977. I, I don't, yeah, I want to say that was the first ever national championship game. I remember they took on Kentucky and Kyle Macy. Yeah, Mike Jaminski is now 64 years old. Yep. Um, and so he played. Yeah, 77. Yeah. That's about N- right. NBA career started in 1980 and went all the way to 1994. Yeah. Okay. He was a dookie uh, pre-Danny Ferry, which, of course, was pre-Christian Leitner and the rest of it. Mike Jaminski, pre-Johnny Dawkins. He hit Duke right before Star Wars came out. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that was the first ever national championship game I remember. Duke against Kentucky. Kyle Macy, the the plucky little guard uh, for the Wildcats. Thank you for rebirthing plucky. That's our first 2024 plucky. Okay. Need it. Uh, Christy hates that. I know. Uh, But I have not eliminated it from my... My diet yet. When you need it. Because it's just too good. And it's too applicable. Applicable. Yeah, there are too many many plucky teams out there and plucky players. Ooh, you're going to get it tonight. Is uh, I hope so. Um, (laughs) Is is Poughkeepsie Kid plucky? No, he's kind of plucky. He's gritty. Okay, that's that's a better word. He's gritty. Who's plucky on the Warriors? Uh, Corey Joseph. Undersized and he, you know, kind of bounces around and does his thing. You know, the Poughkeepsie kid, he'll take a charge now. He'll get on the floor and he'll rebound. Yeah, the Poughkeepsie kid is—he's a grinder. He's a little bit more grimy, I would say. I just, yeah, I can't. I'm looking. Who's who's plucky? Yeah, on the Warriors, they're not a very plucky team. And maybe that's part of the issue. That's probably the problem. <laughs> I feel like teams are more plucky than players. Yeah. It's a good point. Thank you. I would call Orlando, like Orlando's results are kind of plucky, but plucky doesn't go with, we're huge. That's the yeah. largest basketball team I've ever seen in my life. Like the Thunder. They were plucky two years ago. Now that's a good point. I think they were plucky Thank last you. year. I think they were kind of plucky last year. They, you know what I mean? They messed around a little bit. They, they'd be they here. they run a lot. They got the one Kings good... were plucky last year. Oh, they're so plucky. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think that a Warrior team can be plucky when their defensive rating is the worst in franchise history. That's not plucky. The worst, Mark, in franchise history. Exactly. Defensive rating of 116.2. Good Lord. It's never been that bad. Last year was 114.4. This is the worst defense by rating in the history of the franchise. Mm. That is um it's not good mark well, you could ask steve about that one too <laughs> uh let's go to uh let's go to vince in the city uh hi vince you're on with Willard and dibs hey what's up guys um earlier you were talking about salary cap and the luxury tax or whatever and i was it made me think is this going to be the end of the era of the big three coming up since all teams are going to be filling it um i think Lately, or in the last 10 years, you could say there's been teams that had to have a high payroll with a big three that was at the top. And then the luxury tax was such a big deal that teams were still stacking their second unit with damn near stars. I mean, look at the the Warriors roster in in the first three years, or the first three finals runs. We had guys on the bench who should have been starters with other franchises. That was the first thing. Um, The other thing is, as far as uh, money goes, well, we have big money contracts going to guys. Mainly it's Andrew Wiggins, who's not really on the floor anymore. Um, I feel like it's a waste of money and a player. It's all tied up. And maybe moving off of that player or some of those players in a package might help the situation, but you're then going to be trading a win less now for winning less even later. 
Um, and I just think right now this the roster is not assembled in a way to win. There's too many overlapping positions, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, Vince, the, the, there's some good points there. What, what you make me think of, and thanks for calling, is, is just to kind of go back again to the trading of Jordan Poole and, and sort of highlight what I think is the under-discussed part of that, which was the financial side. And the Warriors made that move um, for the obvious reasons and then also for the reasons of probably trying to keep the big three together. If there was any hope of re-signing right. play, you needed Jordan Poole off the roster, especially with the new salary uh, cap structure, the new CBA coming in. You, 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 you know, you're not going to have five guys making north of $30 million on the floor. And at that time, the Warriors no doubt thought that Clay Thompson might be. He might be a $30 million a year player. Yeah. So, you know, maybe we should be looking at this. I know it's, it's cold-hearted. But maybe we should be looking at this a little bit more uh, like it is, which is that the Warriors have two humongous expiring contracts at the end of this year. Right. Chris Paul and Clay Thompson. One of which they're going to let expire. Almost assuredly, Chris Paul's contract will come off the books. But the Clay Thompson one is the interesting piece because I just was looking at Spotrack, Mark, as I like to call it. Next year, the estimated... Luxury tax threshold is going to be $172 million. Right now, with Chris Paul inked for 30 for next year, they're at 174 So you take Chris's off, you're at 144 which leaves you $28 million for Clay Thompson. If Clay would play for 28 and you bring everybody else back, you're at that 172 going into next year with Steph and Clay, Wiggins and Draymond. GP2 in a player option, Kavan, Moses, Kaminga, Pods, TJD, and the rest of the fellas. So that's if Clay Thompson will will take $28 million and he'll stay. So even if you get Chris Paul's 30 off the books, you got to pay Clay something, and it's going to put you still in that in that threshold of over the tax unless Clay takes a humongous cut, which I don't think he'll do. Um, by the way, as we're talking Warriors most of the day, a reminder that Anthony Slater, who got into the conversation with Steve Kerr last night, uh, was on the morning roast today. So make sure you subscribe to Willard and Dibs on the free Odyssey app wherever you find your favorite podcast. And while you're there, you can check out that conversation. Subscribe to the roast and Steiny and Goo as well. Steve Kerr in just over an hour. Doc Pandy is five minutes away. We'll check in on GP2, Ambry Thomas, Eric Armstead, Christian McCaffrey, who will not play this weekend. That has been confirmed as well. That's to surprise no one, but Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey, the only two that have been confirmed as out for the 49ers in this game against the Rams this weekend. But we'll keep going with you at 888-957-9570. Jose in Mountain View next up. Hi, Jose. What are you doing? I'm just driving. Yeah, um, I hear you. You know, it's you know, it's one of those things where uh, I try to stay positive. I appreciate the four championships, but all good things come to an end. And I see that Coach Kerr is trying to do the best he can with the pieces he has, and there's just no magic formula, right? So I'm thinking the two th- teams that come to mind for rebuilds um, to contend and be consistent, I think, is the, the, the two punches I think right now is the most successful ones, the Miami Heat, with how they've been able to incorporate pieces here and there with trades keeping some valuable players that have talent and skill. And then the other one's the all-out approach that OKC Thunder have made. And, damn, they look uh, really good, right? So can we do either one of those two? I don't think so. I, I think we went all in with the big three, and now we're stuck. So unless we can make a trade for someone like a Tyler Hero to replace someone like a Clay Thompson, I don't see us doing much of anything. So we should just appreciate Steph for what he is and where he's at. Write it out with the guys that we have now, like you mentioned, to get to that 170-something cap, Mark. And then <laughs> let's embrace the future for what it is. It's a big unknown. Yeah, I mean, That's look. I look got, yeah, Thanks, Jose, Jose. Thank you so much. And drive safe. Look, I mean, this is, this is part of the deal. And uh, I think that maybe four championships in an unbelievable window has made people think that you can almost rebuild on the fly. Maybe that's two an ex- timelines. Two timelines. Let's an ex- go. It's an extension Not of that, that hard, 
Well, as it turns out, yeah, it kind of is. Well, when you like, blow the number two overall pick and then you have your young two-guard combo guard in waiting get popped in the face and stop becoming a productive player, then yeah, it becomes almost impossible. Well, but, but you know the way I look at it. There's zero give up because I, I don't even know why you would. So, like, I'm not right. going to – I refuse to sit here and be like, this year's over. Why would you do that? I have no idea what's going to happen next. But if you ask me this, what's more likely? What am I what am I going to hang on to even harder? The idea that this year could go somewhere special or the idea that Steph Curry might still have one more special year in his career. I definitely think that's the more likely one. So in other words, I believe right now in this moment more in Steph Curry at age 36 or 37 than I do this year. Uh, because I think that the Warriors, depending on what they do, might have an opportunity to build around him, get a little bit more youth, but like youth that's going to contribute right away. I think that there's more of a chance to do that in the offseason going forward than there is here in this month of January and February. Um, that's probably not going to be what this year is about. The people that you have to trade are at their absolute lowest value ever, and none of them are expiring. So that's not something other people want. Depends. You can always find a suitor out there. I mean, if Farhan was the GM instead of Mike Dunleavy, you would have made multiple trades with Seattle by now. We know that. And uh, even though Seattle doesn't have an NBA ah, team. But no trades that matter. Right. You'd be, you'd be backfilling this mother jumper until your eyes were seeing red. But I do think that there are moves to make. It's a question of whether or not Mike Dunleavy in his first year is going to be given the license or wants to have the license to do something bold. Um, not done with this at all. Uh, you're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM and HD1 San Francisco, always live on the free Odyssey app. Twitch and YouTube, powered by First NorCal Credit Union, the smart choice for low auto loan rates and super simple online application process. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 